Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Hey guys, it's Jen and Callie. We are back with a extra special, what shall we call this? Crossover hijinks discussion. Crossover hijinks part one, because I'm sure there will be more parts to follow. So just to refresh, Callie, wisely, I might preface this, did not watch <laughs> no, the crossover and will not. not be watching the crossover. I did. I didn't and even get home until like the crossover was half over. <laughs> yep. Well, I watched. I was on time. I I buckled sorry. in and I was there. <laughs> and I am now a seething, boiling rage. <sighs> so Jen's it's gonna just... tell me why she's so mad. Well, I kind of know because we. Ke- why Kelly laughs? laughs but... <laughs> <laughs> she's like, yeah, I told you it was gonna be this. So just for everybody knows, I stopped watching Supergirl and I stopped watching The Flash. I stopped watching The Flash after last year's crossover because yeah. um, I have this real thing. For whatever reason, whenever The Flash is talking about Oliver Queen, they drag him. It's an Oliver Bash session. and I'm not sure when that started, but it did get especially bad after last year. Yeah, I feel like it got especially bad after last year. Um I don't know when it started, but it would... Well, you know what? To be fair, they did it from season one. Because there was this attitude um, that that, when Barry started, was going to be a hero, and he was listening to Oliver Queen, like, Joe was like, no, don't. He's a murderer. And all of that kind of stuff. So it's been there since the beginning, this concept that Oliver is Satan's... um, Is you know, the son of Satan and Barry is, you know, the superhero version of Rainbow Bright. So I disagree with that characterization of in both parts. Um, so yeah, I stopped watching The Flash because after the crossover last year in which they put Felicity and Iris together, which was amazing because we never got to see the two female leads of these two shows actually interact in a, in a way that felt substantial. Then they had Iris bashing Felicity and Oliver for interrupting their wedding and like the the gift that they gave them that was apparently not good enough. And I was just like, I'm done. I just shut it off. I was like, they can't, the Flash writers can't even let a relationship that was built over the course of four episodes, they can't leave it alone. They have to get petty no. about shit. Which is so, I, yeah, I was just... Here's my issue with it. If you're trying to have crossovers, meaning you're trying to get other fans from the other shows to watch all the other shows, a real hot tip is you don't (laughs) insult their favorite characters when they go over to the other show. This is when you you really push solidarity between the shows and between the characters. Yeah. Pretty much. And it doesn't sound like they're doing that very no, well. No, I'm sorry, you guys, but this first hour of the Elseworlds um, crossover was an Oliver Queen bash session. It was just, let's insult Oliver <sighs> one way, up, up, up one way, and down the other. It was 
absolutely ridiculous. It was so bad that it was distracting. It yanked me out of the episode because the episode by itself was Stephen and Grant's um, chemistry. There are some legitimately hilarious moments in it. And you, as a viewer, are wanting to enjoy that. But then they keep insulting your favorite character every 15 minutes. So, you know, Iris is basically... The thing that got me really... There's this moment where Oliver goes to talk to Iris. And Iris still believes Oliver is Barry and that Oliver is her husband. And Barry sends him in there, and Oliver's like, fine. I don't know why Barry just didn't go talk to Iris to begin with, but apparently they wanted to send Oliver in so Iris could tell him this. So she says to him, you know, Felicity called me right after Oliver decided to go to prison, and he didn't discuss it with her, and, you know, describes how angry Felicity is with Oliver. And Oliver looks shocked. Like, this is the first I he's heard understand. of it. I don't understand. I mean, it, what she she really said that? I'm like, what the fuck have you been like the uh, last seven no or eight episodes, Oliver? But this just shows to me that the Flash writers don't actually watch Arrow because if they watched it, they would have seen the premiere episode where Felicity came to visit him in prison and said, "Listen, not wild about this." And then, yeah, there's or they major watched, continuity issues. Major they would have known that last issues. week. Just last they had a week. huge fight about this. I know. He knows she's pissed about this. Having Oliver <laughs> act shocked about this is ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. So then she tells him that basically Iris is freaking out because she's she's afraid she's really she's really married to Oliver Queen. And she's not married to Rainbow Bright anymore. That she's married to the son of Sam. And she says to him, Oliver's entire life is based on anger and revenge. And I was like, what? That Are hasn't been talking him about since at least halfway through season five. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm willing to give him credit for season four. He tried his best and he was a much happier person. Listen, do you know what this felt like? He this tried and failed and tried and failed. But after season five, he was done. Yeah, we, we are. On that. We, we are a baked cookie at this point that Felicity gets to munch on and enjoy. Okay. Like, I'm sorry. And I it's just, hers. It hers is her Iris, goddamn cookie. Yeah, exactly. It's like her cookie. It's her cookie. <laughs> So I'm just like, what the hands off my cookie. Yeah, I was just like, what are you guys even talking about? To characterize Oliver's life by that, in which he is, he has a wife and son, and oh my gosh, I was just, I was in a rage. And that's not the end of it either. Like, it it would have been bad enough if that was the one time we had that happen, but it goes on for the rest of the episode. And it does. You know what this feels like? It feels like, we're rehashing the first crossover. Remember how, like, on the first crossover, both of the heroes had to, like, learn about the different ways each of them heroed and appreciate their techniques and the it way they come at stuff? forging the solidarity that they somehow never... So apparently we to need to do it again. And only this time they have to switch, or not even switch bodies, but switch lives or whatever the heck they're doing. I still don't know what's going on. Um, and I could say, if you had said that about Oliver at the first... Um, crossover that his life is completely defined by anger and violent vengeance I would have said that that is a complete incomplete picture of him but 
you could understand how somebody who just met, like Iris, who just met Oliver Queen, would feel like that. You know what I mean? But we're in season seven of Arrow. They were literally at his wedding where he was okay. sunshine and moonbeams. It's like, I don't understand how the flat, how the Flash writers are able to think that this is an appropriate characterization of the character that la- launched your show. So, yeah, it keeps going. Okay, let's talk for a minute about what the Arrow Twitter has been Arrow tweeting. Twitter is going nuts. It's got to oh, be going it's, nuts. No, no, no. I'm be... talking about like the, the official account. Oh, no. What? What are they tweeting about? They retweeted a fan that said, Kara, please never stop making fun of Oliver. It's amazing. Are you Arrow's serious? own Twitter retweeted that. The arrow. I'm going to it right now. Literally. I'm sorry. I'm it's, yeah. It's a few down, but yeah, it's there. Okay. Yep. Never stop Whatever. making fun of Oliver. Arrow thinks that's great. Mm-hmm. Well, and my <sighs> other... Yeah, so they just keep going. It just it keeps going. So Oliver's heroism is just boiled down to anger. That's the only way he's a hero, is he's just angry. Hasn't inspired a city at all, ever. I'm like, mm. okay. Um, oh, and then Barry says goodbye to Iris, because they're going to go to this other whatever, find a cure or whatever. And her party line to him is, please don't become Oliver Queen. And I guess I'm just like, I shouldn't be surprised. I'm I'm a little no, disappointed really in myself that I'm so shocked and <laughs> horrified. Like, what was I expecting? You know, this has been a problem for a very, very long time. And it's the reason why I stopped watching the show. Because I'm very tired of watching The Flash and having my favorite character insulted and disrespected. And treated like he is this horrible person. Which he is not. Oliver is none of the things that The Flash... Um, characterizes him as. It's like they don't even watch the show. And you know what? I don't think that they do watch the show. When Felicity comes over and does her little guest stints, they write her like they, a bimbo. They do. Um, they write her exactly. I'm bimbo. almost glad she wasn't in this episode. Yeah, if anybody... It, yeah, it's a really <laughs> good... Dig is in it for half a second. And they did the whole vomiting gag again. And I'm like, yeah, oh, okay, whatever. Because we have to keep okay, doing that one. Okay. Yeah, it was just... And you know what? There's a lot of writers that have written this crossover. But the the two writers credited for the Flash um, episode are Flash writers. So I'm sorry. I don't know how script approval works, but I put the blame at the feet of the Flash writers. This is not something Arrow needs to fix if you have this attitude. No. This is something Flash needs to fix. If Arrow was trashing Barry Allen, I would expect the Arrow executive producers and Arrow writers to fix it and hold them responsible for this. I'm getting really tired of this attitude that the Flash gets to insult Oliver. And then on top of that, it's all Arrow's fault. I'm like, no. (laughs) No. Yeah. You don't get to okay. say to somebody that you've just incited, insulted that, oh, it's also your fault that I insulted you. That's not how that works. All right. I'm moving on. <laughs> We've got some questions from our loyal listeners. Oh, yay. <laughs> so Stormy like Woods at Southern Siren said, I don't want 
didn't watch the crossover, thankfully. I would like to know why you ladies think Flash Riders have such hatred for Oliver. They constantly shit on him, plus they are allergic to showing female friendships. Another question, what is up with Melissa Benoist's stupid comment about never getting to film with strong women? She had scenes with Felicity and Iris last crossover. Both of those ladies risked their lives to save Kara. I guess if you don't have superpowers, you don't count. She did not Ooh. say that. Well, no, no. That I she did has see this. not. She, no. she she has not filmed with strong female yes, characters. She did. Are you? No, fucking I saw me? it. I saw it. It was a screenshot from an interview that she did. I actually saw this, like while I was out shopping. I was just kind of like scanning through, and somebody had screenshotted it. And she basically said, she was talking about filming with Ruby Rose as, as Batwoman. And she says, it's it's really amazing because I never get to film with strong female characters. I haven't gotten to film with Black Canary on Arrow, Juliana, or Sarah from Legends, you know. <gasps> oh, my gosh. So it's just if you're wearing a mask. Yeah, That's basically. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Um. Before we get into the crossovers, she just insulted 60% of her own cast. Yeah, basically. She's a, much less Felicity and Iris from Last Crossover. What about everybody that she works with on her own show? Like, this is what I I'm admit, saying. I know nothing about Supergirl. Okay, well, 95% of the cast <laughs> on that, that, that Supergirl works with is female. She works with her sister, Alex. And then her best friend is, oh, crap, Lex Luthor's sister, L Lena. Lena Luther. So that's like where 90% of her scenes come from. She's, I, well, that's what I would hope is. I've stopped watching that show too, but uh, there was just plenty of female on female interaction on that show. So apparently none of those characters are strong characters either because they're not wandering around in a mask. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's it's r extremely dismissive, and it really just perpetuates this whole, in order to be strong, you've got to be a kick-butt fighter, wearing a mask, and having some sort of 50-year-old comic book legacy. And it's really you dismissive. You know, there, there's such a great moment in Buffy, and uh, it's in season five, and it's before the season finale, and they're fighting the super god, Glory. And <laughs> Beth, Buffy okay. is basically talking to Willow and she's like, how you doing Willow? And Willow's all nervous and Buffy sits down and she's just like, you get that you're the strongest one among us. You get you're the strongest, right? And Willow's like, what are you talking about? And Buffy's like, you're the only person who's been able to hurt Glory. I haven't. It's Buffy saying to Willow, not only do I view as just as strong as me, but I think you're stronger than me. And she's talking emotionally, too. And you That's recognized. And, you know, it Willow is. was a witch. I'll give you that. Willow had powers. I'm not going to say that she wasn't. But, but Felicity it, has powers. Right. Like, that's, to me, the no different than saying, you know, you know, Felicity's genius or Iris inspires Barry or, you know what I mean? Like, everybody has something that they can contribute. Well, and that's what's wonderful about how Oliver views Felicity is because he always has has stood by her superpower is her brain. What she can do with a computer, with technology, with her brain is a superpower. And he could not be the Green Arrow without her. Right. 
And he recognizes that. He does. I don't know why the Flash is incapable, why the Flash writers are incapable of um, not <laughs> being dismissive, rude, just downright insulting to the character of Oliver Queen. They, it feels like an inferiority complex. It does. Like they it, know that Arrow was on first mm-hmm. and has this raging fan base. Now, Flash gets great ratings, so they really have nothing to be insecure about. about yeah. But... Yeah, when it comes to online fandom, Arrow's what gets the buzz. And I'm sorry, Flash. Yeah. But bashing on Arrow isn't going to make those people suddenly like you better. That's not how that works. It feels competitive in nature. It's very competitive. That you're on our turf, so now I'm going to get to... Since you're on my turf, I'm I'm going to kick you around and treat you like crap. Doesn't it feel like... The crossovers should be celebrating their their solidarity and not for fostering some competition. You know. Yeah, I mean, this doesn't happen when Barry goes over to Arrow. It's not mm-hmm. an hour every about about every ten fifteen minutes. We're not coming up with a zinger that insults the character of Barry <laughs> Allen and the core of who he is, and drag him for it. That doesn't Dragon happen on to Arrow. His face. Yeah, and to his face. That does not happen on Arrow ever. So Because Arrow is a more mature show. This is this is a, this is a Flash writing staff problem. It it it's really not an is. Arrow problem. And I get really as y'all heard, get really crabby when people try to lay this at Best Short Feet or honestly, the other writers. It's like, no. Iris Iris Complaining about Oliver and Felicity in their mid-season finale last year after the crossover was the biggest slap in the face I think I've ever seen in a show do. Like, we came off the heels of last year's crossover and there was such fandom solidarity. I mean, yeah, okay, so the West Allen fans were ticked about Felicity sharing their wedding or whatever. But for the most part what I saw from our fandom is that we loved the scenes of Felicity and Iris together mm-hmm. and everybody working together. And it was beautiful. And then what do they do the next week is they just, they, they killed it. They killed all that positive momentum in that relationship between yeah. the shows. Yep. And it was just like, that's why I stopped. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. What is the point of that? I just um, don't get it. Yeah, I have a really hard time with it, too, and it really makes me angry because it's pointless. And it feels like, to me, a really great way of sabotaging your fan base. If you want more people, if you want Arrow fans um, to watch The Flash, a real good trick is not insulting their characters that they enjoy on Arrow. That's just yeah, one it would be That would be a good start. That would just, okay. I don't know. So we have more questions. (laughs) We have more questions because they've been flooding in. People, people got some things. Okay. (laughs) Late on. The next one is from Are You With Me Guys at JH24098. Hi, Jess. Hi, Jess. Um, (laughs) She says, I have only one. What the hell was that supposed to be? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love our people. (laughs) Honestly, obviously, we agree. I mean, I don't know because. Yeah, we all know why. I don't know. But I think it was supposed to be funny. And it sounds like it kind of came off as mean and ugly. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, Stephen and Grant's uh, chemistry is fantastic. They're the perfect straight man and funny man. Um, 
Steven is genuinely hysterical in this. He's really Good. funny. And they had a great gag running with Iris. Um, and Oliver is just horrified to wake up <laughs> in her bed. And then As she kisses he would him. Be, he's, because he's, he's a like, one woman man. Right, he's just so, he's so shocked. He doesn't know what to do. He just freezes. It's like, he's like, oh my God. And what I loved about his reaction, he's like, well, what if Barry walks in? It's not that, why did you kiss me, Iris? That wasn't the first question. He knows she thinks he's hot. He's just can't believe she actually acted on it in her own home with her that she shares with her husband he's like what's the matter with you and then it kind of just keeps going on and you know there's a scene where she's very like all over Oliver and he's like you know maybe let's just keep the public displays of affection to ourselves and like Barry's like just tell her you're her lightning rod and Oliver's just like I am not saying that like he's just <laughs> get me home to my own bed to my wife that's all I want it's hilarious so yeah, That's that good. part of I'm it glad. is really funny. Yeah. That Those parts were really genuinely funny. But the insults just yank you right out of it. Like, you're so well, busy fuming that you can't enjoy. I couldn't enjoy the I other think, stuff. I think Flash was doing that for their viewers. Because their viewers clearly love it when Oliver gets bashed on. It does feel that way. It feels you know, like a competitive and it's, it's nature. Just, it's, it's just... Flash saying, we have the floor for this episode, so we're going to get in as many digs as we can, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. I mean, they must have some marketing uh, research that they've done <laughs> that this they pays must. off for them, because i that's the only reason I can... Um, it just makes our fans hate their show even more but go yeah you're go not you're not winning anyone over <laughs> with this on the arrow side by doing this no. crap i mean I'm at least they're not completely suicidal and they don't seem to be insulting felicity smoke but they write her just terribly give them a chance. yeah that's what i that's what i'm like I'm, I'm just waiting for that shoe to drop you know okay and, yeah go ahead sorry we have another questions yeah we have, a, on we have we have tons of questions i'm sure we're we're coming uh this one is from rach at at you carry me away and she says please explain the plot of this crossover because i don't <laughs> understand and don't want to watch to figure it out thank you jen for enduring this it's a braver feat <laughs> than any act barry ellen has ever committed in his life that was the best yes high i am fives. enduring some significant yeah <laughs> high five. i am significantly enduring some major pain here i'm ready to throw things she my is. husband was like do you need me to keep the recording you're gonna rewatch it and i just started yelling <laughs> he just i just started yelling and cursing and he's just like okay not gonna no. rewatch i'm like this thing's a piece of shit yeah so um i can't really tell you <laughs> oh no, that's not a good sign. I am not sure yet. It seems like there was this professor dude who wants to be a superhero and then like this Martian looking guy who looks like basically Thanos, like a like a poor man's version of Thanos oh, no. shows up and then tells him you can be a hero or something and then Oliver then we just like cut to like Oliver waking up in Iris's Bed. and the only the only person who can see them is supergirl so then they go to supergirl's earth i don't know why they thought they should go see supergirl i don't know like what made them think supergirl was going to be able to see, see that i don't know see this is the problem when you insult oliver queen i can't like pay attention to anything else i'm like what <laughs> like it's like my brain goes dark and i'm just i'm just sitting and fuming so i'm sure there's a plot to this 
I don't think the plot was really revealed all that well in the first episode, but also I'm not writing a review on it, so maybe I don't care. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll pay I'll pay better attention in the second um second hour cuz that'll be the arrow hour. But yeah. Be, I'm be not. Better. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was bad. It was, it was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> whatever so the plot is, it's really super sure. cheesy. Yeah, the, whatever <laughs> okay. the plot is, it's super cheesy. So, okay, our next question comes from Samantha Hunt at Mott Zero Saki, mm-hmm. and she says, "I really liked the comedy." On a separate note, do you think they were focusing so much on Oliver's darkness? One, as a means to get non-Arrow watchers curious about the show, and or two, maybe just as a nod to the old Oliver to show the impact of his character development. I don't think The Flash was interested in showing Oliver's character development at all. That's not what I well, took Well, here's from it. my thing. If they were nodding to his development, they would have acknowledged that he's changed, and it doesn't sound like they were doing that they had a quick shot of barry dressed as mayor and he's like "Ooh, mayor and that was it that was everything else uh, when you're characterizing oliver queen was about his anger and his vengeance even when he's talking he and barry decide that they have to be um you know like each other in order to make it through this be the kind of heroes each other's were in order to be able to use their skills accurately they have to employ their personalities a little bit so Oliver has to be a little bit more hopeful and Barry has to be a little bit more angry because he you know he could only um break his thumb and get out of the handcuffs when he was angry and I'm just that's not the only thing that motivates Oliver's heroism is anger if that was the only thing that motivated that's a very very small part of it very small part of it and if, if if he was only focused on vengeance I mean, he would have been done years ago. It just mm-hmm. feels like, it honestly feels like um, the last episode the Flash writers watched was maybe 302. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It just kind of feels like they just stopped. And I don't, there's no, there was no acknowledgement. I don't know if they're setting up it up for s- some kind of like, Everybody just felt super extra. Like Oliver was being extra angry and Barry was being extra prissy about how good he is. And I was just like, what is this like hyperness about all of this stuff? And even when what really bothered me about the insults is that is that it was it was other characters saying these things about Oliver, which when presented that way, particularly from the female lead of the show, it's just accepted as universal truth. And Oliver, in a fight with Barry, he he is yelling at Barry about how he can't go nine hours without an inspirational speech. And Oliver's getting some serious digs in at Barry. I'm not saying that there weren't insults towards Barry. Um, but the problem is it's Oliver who's saying them. And when Oliver is saying them, he's like screaming at Barry. So it's and like Barry's the one who's it's like, I'm not getting into this. So it just makes Oliver look vengeful. angry yeah. and irrational. And then he charges Barry and Barry flips him on his back. And he's like, if you understood my speed at all, you wouldn't be I wouldn't be able to touch you. So it's it very much like. Tr- yeah, it's very much like Oliver's the rookie hero who needs to to be guided by the hand and mm. Barry is the superior, okay. 
Yeah. Which That's I enough. agree with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I agree with you that there has been, there's this attitude among the Flash that since they've got the higher ratings that they need to be um, the front running show. And I think that what frustrates them is Elicity brings in way more buzz than um, any of the relationships on their shows. And it tends to be Arrow. I think tends to be a more buzzy show. Like, and there's a pretty active fandom in it. Not that there isn't an active fandom in the Flash, but it just feels like there's this competitive nature, particularly coming from the writing staff. And I don't understand where that comes from. Yeah, it's it doesn't weird make to me. Any sense. It's they very have nothing strange. Nothing to really be competitive about. Well, it's stupid. You know, <laughs> my husband when I. <laughs> My husband was way more um, into the comics than I was. I had no knowledge. And I was, I think you and I were talking on the phone one night. This was a few years ago. And he was like, what are you guys talking about? And I was like, oh, we're just talking about flash ratings versus arrow ratings. And like, and he just like shook his head and he was like dumbfounded. And I'm like, what? He's like, the flash doesn't really get to claim King of the Mountain with the ratings. And I was like, why? He's like, the Green Arrow was a third wrong comic book hero he's like the flash is like one of the biggest comic book heroes ever he's like all the flash needed to do was not suck completely and they would have better ratings than arrow because than arrow because there's a there's a bigger fan base yeah going into it they had a bigger fan base he's Mm -hmm. like what arrow did is they had to build um you know, he's like, it's not unlike what Iron Man did. When they started with Iron Man, you know, no one knew who the hell Iron Man was. He's like, did you know who Green Arrow was before the show was on? I'm like, no. He's like, well, there you go. And then that ignited, let's just take these other, you know, lesser known superheroes and give them a movie. He's like, but the Flash, he's like, that's like comparing, what did he say? He's like, it's like, it's like kind of comparing, you know, Green Arrow to Batman, like well one of them you know and one of them you don't he's like the flash is a really major comic book character so he's like i would certainly hope that they have a bigger fan base because he's been cultivating one for like the last 70 years (laughs) so if he's not able to generate a few more you know nielsen families i don't know what his deal is so and this is coming from a man who really does not give a shit about either show he just doesn't he's just like and he's just laying out the facts yeah he's just he's this is just just i mean he's a math guy he's like this is just stats for him you know Speaking of which, speaking of stats, that's what my husband is a professor of mm, at the university. They would get along so well. They would. Mm-hmm. They would. Anyhow, um, I was talking to him about it today while we were waiting in line at Costco Gas. Because when you go to Costco Gas, you wait in line. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's what you Costco do. Costco Gas. That's Costco Gas. <laughs> so we're waiting in line at Costco Gas, and I'm ranting about the crossover because... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bullshit. That's why. <laughs> that's why. And I, and I was just like... And I was kind of coming back again to like, you know, the whole comic book versus comic book accuracy versus movies and TV shows being allowed to be their own thing. Yeah. And my husband said, you know, growing up, I liked, you know, superheroes that were popular at the time. I liked the animated Spider-Man cartoons. I liked Christopher Reeve's Superman, you know. That was, you know, everybody liked that stuff and and um, enjoyed it. And he says, I was never able to get into comic books because I couldn't understand that culture. And it was this really nitpicky, obsessive culture that turned my husband off. He was like, I, you know, I didn't understand why they wanted everything to be this and this and this. He's like, I really like when in Superman... And he, he mentioned some plot point that I've now forgotten because mm-hmm. 
my brain is like, okay, you're alive. You had a day. (laughs) Deleted. I forgot it. (laughs) (laughs) But he mentioned something that happened in a movie and he remembers hearing kids at school who are comic fans complaining about it. And he was confused because he's like, I really liked that part of the movie. And here people were telling me that it wasn't any good because it wasn't in the comics. And he's like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And I'm like, it's no different now. I promise you. Yeah. <laughs> There's the same kind of tone deafness. It's the same and, bullshit. Um, yep. But anyhow, okay. So Stormy Woods got back to us with the Melissa Benoist. Yeah, I'm. Re- I just thing. read it, and I am okay. I will read it here. Horrified. Yeah, I will <laughs> read it here in case any of our listeners have not seen it. We would it. certainly not. Uh, we wouldn't want to misquote Miss Benoist oh, no, in no. any shape or form. We wouldn't want to let her do this all her. for herself. <laughs> She's all over it. Take it away, it Melissa. Like, it looks like this is from Entertainment Weekly, and mm-hmm. the screenshot says. We shot a scene in Wayne Enterprises together, and I'm assuming that means her and Ruby Rose. Mm-hmm. And it was just the two of us, just these two women breaking the ice with each other. It's rare that I get scenes like that. I have scenes like that with Grant and Stephen all the time, but I was very excited to do that with another strong female, Benoist tells EW. I have not really gotten to get gotten to have scenes like this with other female characters like Sarah Lance or Black Canary. In the way that Barry and Kara are so light and such good friends, I think Kate and Kara have a lot more in common and can really understand each other. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but last year, last year, wasn't Kara made vulnerable by this red light so that they could cut into her and take her heart out, right? Yep. Did or did not Felicity put herself in between Kara and a Nazi version of her boyfriend Mm -hmm. at the time, Mm -hmm. Nazi version of her boyfriend, Felicity being a a Jewish woman, Mm -hmm. put herself in between him and and Kara and said, if you want her, you're going to have to go through me. Is that not strong? Well, I guess that doesn't meet Melissa's qualification. A Jewish person standing up to a Nazi. A Nazi. That's not strong enough. An actual Nazi. Because she needed to wear a mask while she was doing it. Oh, for love of God. And she can't parkour. So therefore, Felicity doesn't count. You know, I'm pretty sure Emily Bett could parkour her ass over Melissa Benoist ten times on Sunday, but... What do I know? What she's saying is, <laughs> this is the first time she's acted with another uh, superhero who wears a costume. That's the basic point yeah, of basically. the. And unless you're not, unless if you're not in a costume, then you don't count as a superhero. Yeah, you don't count on the. Arch- Which is a very bye. archaic. Um, I live in my mother's basement, and email <laughs> other f- females who enjoy comic book shows hateful death messages. And threats of rape because you are more obsessed with how it goes in the comics than... Thanks for drinking the tea, Melissa. Yeah, we've lost Melissa to the dark side. Okay, here's another question. This one is from JL at JLNow2. Her question is, what is up with all the Iris Barry marriage stuff in this crossover and none elicity? Other than their conflict being mentioned between Iris and Oliver, there was nothing... I just wanted a little more acknowledgement. Barry was freaking out about Iris all episode. 
Well, I think the reason why we didn't get very much Elicity because it was the flash hour. Like I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't too. be. I'm not expecting a bunch of West Allen during the Arrow Hour. There better not be. I mean, if they better there not are, throw them any bones yeah, after we didn't, be throwing any didn't bones get any. There. Um, <laughs> Fair's fair. <laughs> you know, here's the thing, guys. The Flash is a very different show from Arrow in the sense that there are and very few <laughs> consequences. Okay, so Barry and Iris, you know, they do go to Bed Bath and Beyond. I'm sorry, they do. It's like they. You know, if they have a problem, it really only lasts maybe an episode. They resolve mm. it the very next. And I would say that's a continuous thing in The Flash, in that if there's a problem, if there's conflict in the group, if we're not all hunky-dory with each other 24-7, um, that gets resolved rapidly. And that's okay. I'm not saying that's not okay. I'm just saying it's a different kind of show. So if you are the kind of person who wants your fan favorite couple to be happy all the time and to deal very little with strife and struggle and they don't even you don't even want them to argue with each other, then I would say West Allen's for you. Have yeah, at it. I would agree. I would agree. If you're more interested in a television show that kind of is grittier, it deals with more um I feel the realities of marriage in a supernatural world, then I would say Elicity's the one for you. You know, the nice thing about what I enjoy about... You all didn't even say anything about natural scorching chemistry. I'm so proud. I know. I did so good, <laughs> didn't I? Um, but yeah, I just... It's just... A, it, I think it's a preference thing. And I'm sure okay. there are people who will, you know, go to war for West Allen. And that's awesome. And I've enjoyed West Allen. But it's just... They're just totally very different relationships and you know Oliver's comment that you can't go more than nine hours without an inspirational speech I mean it's a little on point you know it's just there's there's it's just a different tone they've always sold Flash to be the sunshine um, version of which I just was like not buying it don't want it well I just don't believe here's my I read a I read an interview very early on when they were launching the Flash and you know the attitude was the, the writers and the creators were talking and I was like you know Oliver um, wears his darkness on um, his sleep but inside is very much that's where his light is so you see the darkness on the outside but inside it's his light um, underneath all of that and what they said about Barry is Barry's the opposite you see the light but there's significant darkness underneath and that is yeah. what bothers me about the characterization of Barry Allen because I as a person who watched The Flash and reviewed The Flash we have seen evidence of that darkness Barry is not a perfect person he's done some pretty horrible things and some pretty well, dark things nobody is perfect and that's kind of why I love Arrow for exploring that with Felicity this year right they're like listen she's not perfect right whereas and dealing with yeah that. and Arrow is much more comfortable okay, we're going to really drill down in this and we're going to like, Oliver made a mistake, we make him pay for it for two years. Whereas I have always held, had the, you know, if other characters were upset with Barry or angry with Barry, the attitude was that that's wrong. You're not allowed yeah. to ever be married, mad at Barry because Barry's sunshine. Because he's Barry, he can do whatever he wants and no one can have a reaction to it. That doesn't really work if you want to establish character development. And it doesn't really work if you're trying to establish a superhero. The superhero doesn't actually <laughs> just get to go too. and erase a human being and someone a else... A superhero doesn't get to just stand up and go, I'm a superhero! I mean, Woo! Barry... And be a superhero. I mean, Barry... No. Uh, <laughs> rate, I mean, for all intents and purposes, killed Cisco's brother and he murdered baby Sarah. 
But we never talk about that because he's no. buried. That was okay. And because okay. Diggle got a boy, it's supposed to be okay now. I'm like, really? Oh, it's all no, it's down. not okay. Um, <laughs> and that was really my... In fact, I got really excited. I got really excited the last year I was watching it because he went into the Speed Force. And where the Speed Force had been for everybody else is that they get stuck in this moment, their worst moment of their life, and they keep reliving it. So basically hell, okay? And that's what it was for... You know, Dawson Creek dad. I can't remember his name, but it's, <laughs> that's what happened to Mitch Leary and Mitch Leary Flash. And then, um, oh my God, and then it's true. I can't ever remember his name. And then, oh, it's John Wesley Ship. I did it. Yay. And then um, that's what happened to uh, Iris's brother. He was reliving his worst moment. So Barry's going to go into the Speed Force. And I'm like real jazzed about this because... I'm thinking this is like angel level. Like we're going to cook in hell for a few hundred years. And so then when he comes back, he'll have, you know, earned some redemption. Because this was the season in which Barry did, uh, what was it? Uh, Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Okay. This was the bookend of Flashpoint. And <laughs> Barry's walking into the Speed Force. I'm like, yes, he's going to hell. And literally he has his ghost Speed Force mom be like, oh, it won't be hell for you. It's going to be, you know happiness and joy for Barry oh, and I was like what I was just I was like oh my god I started throwing things I was you just like you gave that show much more chances I did I gave it so many have. chances and so did my husband because they would always build up these big reveals with the villains and my husband because he really loved the Flash growing up and he would get really excited about oh there's going to be a new villain he'd get excited about Aww. all the comic book stuff he was the I'm cutest sorry, Nick. I know he's like the cutest <laughs> puppy about the Flash and they would just break his heart every year like, oh, they're really going to kill somebody. And I told them, they're not going to kill somebody. They're going to kill Wells for the 400th time. And then they're going to bring back <laughs> another version Wells. of Wells. And so there's just Wells. He's like, that's not what we're going to do. He's like, they're going to kill Iris. And I'm like, my sweet summer child, no, that is never going to happen. Honey, 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 And honey, he was honey. just, oh, and then his low point was when Savitar turned out to be Evil Barry. He was like, what the fuck? He's like, this is just. I was like, can we be done? Can we be done? He's like, yeah, we're done. He stopped too. So if you lost my husband, who is literally the most patient man on the planet, like he's he's still hanging in there and a million little things. And I'm just like, I'm trying to hang with him, but I'm like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, I was like, there's a problem. So mm, yeah. yeah. I, so I would expect to see more Elicity, but I also think the Arrow writers- We'll see more Elicity tomorrow. I think they're more generous writers when the Flash characters come- yeah, over true. and there might be more West Allen because the the writers that you're having write it just are more generous. With are their time and the Arab writers are the more mature and more and mature. respectful? Listen, if people had here's my thing. A notice. lot of I think a lot of um, fans feel entitled to be angry at Arrow and Arrow fans because of the wedding situation. And yeah. the double wedding. The West Allen fans. The West Allens do. Yeah. And listen, I can understand how maybe they're miffed about that, where they thought that the crossover was just going to be about Barry and Iris' wedding. Um, yeah. And it, I, it well, fell honestly, apart. Honestly, it was marketed that way. It was way. very much marketed that way. So, so I understand that when you yeah. actually turn on the episodes and it's the Elicity <laughs> it's like, movie, you can be a little <laughs> pissed. I get that. Okay? Yeah. Um, totally but if you had a problem with the double wedding, you need to walk yourself up the um, hierarchy ladder and talk to Greg Berlanti. Because I guarantee you that was him. 
and he wanted the two super couples. Everything's about keeping it fair with these two couples. He was talking about double weddings back in season four. Right. I mean, this is all about keeping (sighs) it fair. They're not going to have two, they're not going to have Barry and Iris get married in the crossover and then have Oliver and Felicity get married on episode 13. The crossover is a huge episode and huge ratings get for everybody. It's always and during it, and winter And it sweeps. looks like a really cool headline when you say Barry and Iris and Oliver and Felicity get married in double wedding. Right. Boom. So, it's you know, they're not the going to keep, they can't, and they can't logistically, they can't do this twice. It's like everybody shows up to Barry and Iris' wedding, but nobody shows up to Oliver and Felicity's. That's just not going to happen. This is all about keeping two very big fandoms happy and fans happy that everybody gets equal attention both of them had big huge weddings with the big dress and all of that blown apart and it was just we're in the park we're doing it done and nobody else had anybody else around joe wasn't around barry didn't well, have his, and you know. i think it's extremely telling that the elicity fans who I don't think it's unfair to say we were waiting for this wedding a lot longer than the West oh Ellen fans yes, were waiting for theirs. Yes. Okay. We were waiting and we were had to be patient for a lot longer. Yes. And we were okay with it. We were ready to just celebrate. Finally, our ship is married. And what are the West Islands doing? They're bitching yeah. about us. About what? And it's like, yeah, how it went down. You I'm guys, like, can't you your enjoy? couple just got married. Yeah, just enjoy they it. They hardly had to like ever break up. What are you complaining about? I think they broke up like one time. Um, And then it lasted for an episode and they got back together. Um, Hardly ever had to break up. It's ridiculous. Well, and two, I will say that Arrow, when we returned to Arrow, they did um, do the whole wedding reception and that kind of stuff. And that was Arrow's choice. But that was Arrow's decision. And we, again, Arrow doesn't control the Flash. If the Flash wanted to do all of that, they absolutely could could have, but they chose not to. Instead, what they chose to write is Iris bitching about Felicity. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if this decision was, you know, if this is coming on from on high, we're having a double wedding from Greg Berlanti. They have to write that. He's he's the boss. He's the Shonda Rhimes of the CW. So, you know, Errol's way of dealing with that was, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to write it this way, but then we're going to give the fans give a little them a extra. Special, yeah. yeah. Whereas I feel the Flash's writer's ways of dealing with that is basically, okay, we're going to do this Let's and then we bitch about it the next episode. Yeah. So there's two di- very different ways of handling it. And I really personally immature. enjoy the way that really Errol handled immature. it. Yeah, I yeah. do. I think oh, yeah. it's very immature. And it's just perpetuating this nonsense, you know? It is That nonsense. it's some weird competition. Listen, everyone's getting paid a shitload of money. Everyone's making money, okay? there are There is no crater <laughs> in which Arrow can hit in the ratings in which um, the CW is going to cancel it. The ratings don't matter. What they care about is streaming rights, okay? They're packaging no, these babies ears, up. Yeah, Jen. I know. They package deaf these ears. babies up deaf and they ears. sell them for a shit ton of money. That's okay. that's what they're care- Everyone's making The money. West Allens don't care. The writers don't care. I know. I get They don't care. I get in my rant. And listen, I mean, maybe if the shoe had been <laughs> on the other foot and... My thing is with that scene is Felicity asked Iris if it was okay and Iris said yes. She's like, yeah, do you exactly. mind? And she said, no. So it makes Iris look so like, why, small. why, where's the complaint? If your characters, and they're like, yeah, go for it. And they, they asked, they were she asked go to permission. And listen, this was a, this wasn't Iris and Barry's wedding day. They were going to go to CD Hall and Oliver loaned them his best friend. 
whose this was daughter like is very murdered. You know, it wasn't even the same day. It was days. No, later. it was like days later. So I, you know, leg- I just think at the end of the day, both the couples got married. Woohoo! And it was Let's not just be happy. Well, and it wasn't the end yeah. of the series when they got married. That really happens in TV. So That's just fantastic. enjoy that your faves are married, oh. and oh, also you get to enjoy a daughter storyline, which. Yay! That's fantastic. Nora Allen is the cutest thing. Yes, we are. It's going to happen. Okay. Next question. This one is from Arrow Bell at Arrow underscore Bell. Mm -hmm. I personally loved the dragging Oliver did of Flash and the gang. Sometimes I just can't take them seriously with their plucky attitudes. Do you think Oliver's argument with Barry was really about him or was it more about his own team and how they treated him last season? Wow, Jen. <laughs> what were you just saying? Well, I did say to Cal, I was like, this was one moment. There were some moments I really did enjoy. Um, I didn't like the Oliver Queen insults, obviously, but Oliver is yelling at Barry because <laughs> Barry shot him in the back. And he's pissed because when he shot Barry, it was for a purpose. He's trying to teach him. But when Barry shoots him, it's just for revenge. And Oliver's just like, you're a dick. And Barry's like, no, I'm not. And they start getting into a fight. And Oliver says something very strange. Like, I haven't been watching The Flash, so I don't understand how this connects. But he says, you know, your team, when you needed your team, they betrayed you and they abandoned you. And I was a little like, Do you think that he meant, like, when they went to, in the crossover, when they went to Team Flash to say, listen, we've been body swapped. And Team Flash is like, no, you're not. Yeah, and they just didn't believe him. It's a Do pretty. Do you think that's we- what Oliver I think meant? That's, because that's- no, I don't think that's what Oliver. Well, I think that's what Oliver s- was referencing. Yeah, but that's not what's fueling. The but anger. he was actually talking about. His He's own really team. mad about the newbies. Yeah. Is that this was the f- yeah. this is the first time One I've chance. actually seen Oliver get really mad about how the newbies treated him last year and what he had to sacrifice to save their ungrateful asses. And how about they betrayed his wife and his wife and. And I'm going to even throw Diggle into this pile for this season. Um, (laughs) So it really did feel very much like Oliver's um, over-identifying. I'm going to believe that he was dragging the newbies. And so what I'm hoping is, as we're going into the Arrow Hour, that they're finally (laughs) going to start dealing with some of this shit in some way. That would be nice. Because wouldn't that be great? It would be great if that would would happen. But yeah, there were were still really, there were really great moments. Oliver, Barry had a really great line to Iris, too, that I really liked. It's like, doesn't matter what mask I wear, I will always show you my true face. Like, oh, listen, blah. I know, well, it's cheesy, <laughs> but that's the flash. It's like, that's what they do. I mean, Oliver's no. not wrong. He's like, you know, you guys are like inspirational it. speeching every five minutes. It's a lot, it's sugary. It's a lot to take, particularly if you like the grittier. I mean, you like watching people off themselves. I do. You know, on some of the anarchy, <laughs> chopping off parts it's like oh no it's so awesome. like it's a different kind of <laughs> you should watch it then. i'm not watching it i'm not watching it it will it. not happen it will not happen gonna watch it someday no fuck no it's not gonna happen no like i'm not watching that shit god so yeah this is, this no is fun. me thinking i'm dark until i met callie i'm like i'm not dark callie's pretty dark um i like it dark what can i say yeah so i i think that I, you know, well, here's the, here's the way to look at it. Was there some truth in what um, Iris is saying about Oliver? Yeah, Oliver is an angrier guy than Barry, Barry Allen. That's always going to be true. I mean, compared true. to Barry, yeah, but. I'm an 
an angrier person compared here. to Barry. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. but it's like it doesn't mean that that is the summation of all he is is anger. So right. that also means that you know what Oliver's saying is you know you can't go nine hours without an inspirational speech. You know Barry's not even though Vash tries very hard to show this, um, he's not rainbow and sunshine all the time either, you know? So it's this never-ending, we have to black and white these two heroes, and I just, it, I reject it, it entirely. Work. It, doesn't it doesn't work. work. It doesn't work. No. So Okay, next question. This one comes from Deborah Irvin, at Deborah Irvin. She asks, it's not really connected to the crossover, but her question is kind of, I guess, in general for this season. Mm -hmm. Did Nora's time travel on Flash mess up stuff in Star City, too? They have not discussed this on Arrow. Thanks. No, I, I don't think it did. It's not I think that. I think the time travel messing up other shows is limited is to done. Flashpoint. Yeah, that's yeah. done. We don't have to worry about that. And I think the fan outcry about how angry that made us is they won't be yeah. making that mistake again. Nobody liked that. Nobody I liked it. For the most part, because, and this is my original complaint against Flashpoint, mm -hmm. not everyone watches both shows. So if suddenly things were messed up on Arrow, we'd be like, why are they messed up now? Because this is ridiculous. I had that conversation so, no, with I my agree. mother. I've, I, I had that. Yeah, she called me up. She was watching. <laughs> she was watching the crossover. Or no, she was. No, she was just watching the Arrow episode. And she calls me and she's like, where's baby Sarah? And I'm like, and I, I, I said, well, Barry. And oh, she dear. says, sweet mother of Joseph. She's just, I mean, the, the profanity. She just started. She's like, are you kidding me? She's like, I don't want that. I don't want that on my arrow. I don't watch Barry. I hate Barry. She's like, she's like, keep the flash off my arrow. She just, she's like, I don't want to pay attention to that other shit. She's like, he raced a whole person. And I was like, yeah, so Diggle has a boy now. She's like, I was like, this is where we're all at, Mom. Come join the fun. So, yeah. And she's <laughs> Welcome like, she, to the fandom. <laughs> no. Yeah. She hates that stuff. That this crossover bullshit. She hates it. Because she's not going to watch. She's. I mean, it's very much a gimmick, That's you guys. That's where I'm at. It's, That's where it's I'm a gimmick. At. They're like, trying you know, to double dip and make a few extra are. bucks on they're their, you know, their Tide commercials. Time. But whatever, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but, yeah. I just. It, I, I don't think it's impacting the shows anymore. No, I don't think I would no. worry about that. I mean, Legends is time traveling incessantly and it doesn't impact. Right. No, oh, exactly. How many times has Legends, like, broken time? <laughs> like, a million. That's why they're amazing. <laughs> I love that show. I but I also I'm love like five that it doesn't affect Arrow. I'm so looking forward to my Christmas break and winter hiatus because then I can just binge my legend. It's been really good. Like my husband I know doesn't it's really funny. like Arrow and he won't even go near Flash or Supergirl. But he loves Legends. And well, he was like waxing serious. poetic about Legends today. He's like it's just so great. This season especially has just been they a just really like, amazing to see them. Well they've just like decided this is who we are. We don't give a fuck and this is just they just embrace just their their campy hilariousness. <sighs> goofy. My husband wants to dress up. We're going to San Diego Comic Con this summer, mm -hmm. and he wants to dress up as Mick Rory at Comic Con. <laughs> Amazing! And I was like, "Then I can dress up as Felicity, and you can call me Ponytail." There you go. <laughs> well, you know, no. when you look at when you look at Legends and where it started, tonally, it's very different now. It oh, took them a so while different. to find their But it's footing. just so much fun. It's very but here's fun. the thing, and this is this is kind of my my complaint about the crossover at large. I understood 
before today that the crossover was meant to be funny. Oh, ha ha. This is so hilarious. Barry and Oliver switch lives, blah, 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 blah. But here's the thing. I don't watch Arrow for Arrow to be funny. And I told my husband, I said, it's right. like Sons of Anarchy doing a musical episode. Like, that doesn't work for me. And it doesn't, like, I like Legends because it's silly, but Legends is supposed to be silly, so I like it. But I don't accept the same from Arrow because I like Arrow for what it is. And I like... Yes. I like the tone of it. And I don't like all the extra comic booky nonsense, superpower nonsense. I don't, I don't dig that. There's a reason right. I don't watch Flash and Supergirl. And... So people being like, oh, but it's supposed to be funny. I'm sure it is. And I'm sure it's just hilarious. But I don't watch Arrow for f- to see it be funny. I don't watch yeah. it for, for You go into Oliver each show Queen with the, certain yeah. things that you like about each. And that's completely fine. I, I'm much I more patient. I just want to leave Arrow where Arrow is. Yeah. And well, yeah. I, I'm much fine. more patient with Barry <laughs> than you are. But even yeah, I, no, I just hit my max capacity. You're like, nope. Done. Peace and okay. out. Next question. Rebecca at totally underscore excited. She has a couple questions. Ooh, laid on me. Or comments. Okay. Well, questions. Like co- comments, comments too. Comments are good. Comments and questions. Questions and comments. Yes. She says, I enjoyed that more than I thought. It had some really funny scenes. I also enjoyed Iris defending Felicity. Maybe a third person perspective of his shitty move to go to prison actually gets through to Oliver. What do you think? Also, what yeah, I didn't I agree, like yeah. is what I <laughs> sorry. What I, I didn't like is no, no, no. There's more. Okay. What I didn't like is this constant Oliver bashing. Maybe if Barry actually had to face some consequences once in a while, he would understand that not everything is sunshine and roses. Not holding my breath though. Okay, back to it getting through question. to Oliver. I think absolutely yes. Just from what I've heard kind of teased about the arrow portion of the crossover i think that is absolutely going to kind of uh motivate maybe a discussion between them at least well, I it's hope so. funny because iris didn't say anything that felicity hasn't already said i know it's so it does so i have just a continuity issue it really just looks like the flash writers <laughs> didn't watch a freaking episode of era all year no they're like dude no. did you they know you, even that your wife's mad at each other yeah it's like the arrow the flash <laughs> okay. writer the, the flash writers talked to the arrow writers like oh oliver and felicity are fighting oh about what you know oliver went to prison okay we'll tell him through iris that she's mad about going to prison it's like god we just spent a fucking 45 minutes on it last week dipwits <sighs> But yes, I think the idea is whatever (laughs) motivates Oliver to deal with it. It sounds like Felicity has a moment talking with Caitlin. Like, why is yeah? I have. I'm going to have a problem with that. Well, again, this is more Mm. my flash issues. Um, God, there's so many. Caitlin (laughs) has superpowers. Okay, she's Killer Frost. But she's the only person on the show who shouldn't use her superpowers. She's the only person whose superpowers are evil. I'm like, Cisco gets to use them. Barry gets. I mean, literally every person on that show has a fucking superpower. But it's only. But it's. Yep. It's the. First of all, it's the only (laughs) woman who's consistently on the show who has superpowers, and those superpowers are evil. Like what? Mm. The motherfucker. 
are you guys it yeah. just yeah so if they're the having if they're sending real. it's just yeah if they're sending caitlin over because she understands darkness i'm gonna there's gonna You're be gonna more writing there's tables. gonna be way more angry <laughs> tweeting that's that's about Yay! all i've got in my arsenal right now is and angry another tweeting. angry podcast and another <laughs> angry podcast that's really gonna be my tweeting honestly i think the whole thing is just like angry tweeting it is like i just don't i should like be calmer about this after like five years the watch has been on for five years and i haven't watched it for one i think i pieced out for season four so honestly i watched 201 of the flash i watched season one and i watched 201 and 201 made me go oh the fuck you say i went yeah i I know went the other way yeah i I went mm, oh sorry when they were like when they were all like barry's the one that saved central city and i'm like hello ronnie Bye. I know. Oh, don't even get me started. Don't even get me started on that. And he gets the key to the city, and then he's like super braggy about it. And what about Oliver. Eddie? What Eddie? And Eddie died. Eddie and 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 Ronnie get Ronnie. credit for saving the city. Season one. That's that's it. Uh, Those whatever. are the only. People but that's that get... when I pieced out. That's oh. when I was like, ah, like no. sometimes you'll just watch the flash, and your no, brain wants your brain starts hurting because it's exploding from all the nonsense. Yeah, I just can't. I just can't. It's not my thing. It's not my bag. I did go back and take a peek mm-hmm. at the Nora Allen because I like babies and I was excited about a grown up kid. I know I'm a sucker for that shit. Um, and she's are. really cute. I love that storyline. Sure but then I got pissed again because apparently cool. Iris has a terrible relationship with her. And I'm like, why are they always? Is it? Is it this? Why are the women getting the shaft all the time? <laughs> on this show like i'm just because the show is written by men i guess (laughs) like i'm not saying arrow has handled their female characters with perfection and grace at all times but no they have not but they're (sighs) doing better this season i think we can all agree they have been doing better this season yeah i think that's true i mean they've been enraging me still but at least they're not like disrespecting the women as much as they have in the past so you know I yeah guess there's been some progress made <laughs> not progress yeah not the leaps and bounds i think it needs to make a couple but baby whatever. steps <laughs> they're just they're just I'll never gonna listen get. to me on like 95 percent no, of my complaints never. i'm not even gonna give no. them 90 i would say 99 percent. i don't even think that it's, it's like 100 percent of my complaints <laughs> they're never gonna listen to them. like okay fine whatever it's 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 not it's not great fam it's not great at all so i had a so good what were your thoughts about what what's his name <sighs> clark kent and lois lane um i love i love tyler what is it tyler hecklin hecklin yeah I guess. teen wolf I'm, I'm, so i watched him on teen I'm wolf I, enjoyed him on teen, I really enjoyed he was a very, he played a very dark character on teen wolf so it's like a very <laughs> it's like the opposite of the spectrum he like played you know just he played a puppy dog. He played, it's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, he just, that's what he feels. He's like, you know, he's a lot like carrots. Like he's a golden retriever puppy. You know, Superman <laughs> is just so humble. You know, they're all like, wow, you're Superman and you saved the city. And they, they give him all these compliments. He's like, I didn't really do anything. No, carrot did all that. No, you and Oliver did that. That wasn't me. Like, he's just very like, nah, I didn't do much. I'm like, you're the cutest little cupcake. Um, not feeling the chemistry with this Lois. I don't really get what the. She's not a great. Well, 
you know, Bridget I mean, Lewis. it's not, it's, she's not bad, but, um, you know, there was some, there was a cute line about uh, Clark making more money than her. About, you know, like the pay um, equity situation. She makes some kind of comment. It was, it felt, it was a little jarring. I was like, wait, what, we're talking about pay equity? <laughs> on the flash what's going on um but it was like you know she's a feminist and like they're trying to give her that edge and because you know lois lane is a feminist but i i just don't i didn't get like the searing heat uh, if they're planning on ever creating a super man show off of this i'm a little worried because i didn't get like the the magnetic connection between these two it just didn't come through on screen for me but you know, she really reminds me of um, who is the super, who is the Lois Lane with the Christopher Margot Kidder. She reminds me a lot of Margot Kidder, but like maybe a little um, less uh, fun. See, I like I like Margot Kidder. I like Christopher Reeve. That's my my well, era. Yeah, anybody who with, grew up, I, was, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I Christopher say, Reeve is this, is just the quintessential He's, Superman. He was just that's what I grew He's up it. with, and that was yeah. that was it. And I, but I also give a little honorable mention to Dean Cain and Terry Hatcher. I was very that's into my show. fave Lois Lane. I liked Terry that Hatcher. an awful lot when I was I in love high Terry school Hatcher. because I'm ancient. Yeah. But no, I was <laughs> I there the with you. Yep, Lois yeah, and Clark. Yeah, no. they were they were hot and cute, and I liked them. A lot. Yeah, so I would say I never watched Smallville, so I don't know about that. Um, you know, Erica Durant was pretty good. Um, I think the problem with Smallville, it was just, it was so much about Clark and Lana. And you knew Clark and Lana weren't going to end up together because they're not. See, this is the problem with the really super famous comic book heroes. They have less freedom. Because they really cannot divert. Like, DC is not going to let Smallville deep six Lois Lane. That's just never going to happen. So that's the nice part of having the Green Arrow is they do well, have a lot more flexibility. once they introduce Lois Lane they have to this, go there. They're, they're going there, right? It's one thing if they never brought her up. Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought Lana. the Lois and Clark on Smallville had a great chemistry. I thought Lana and Clark had great chemistry, um, but Terry Hatcher is just kind of like my my fave, <laughs> and I think just just because I got to see her every week, you know. So you're just it's yeah. just you get a. I think I have more connection with uh, television characters than I do movie characters, just because I see them every week. But yeah, I just. The, it, she feels very, you know, Margot-esque, but I just think maybe slightly watered down version, which I don't really know how you can be better than Margot because she was amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was very much the um, antithesis of what you would think. The kind of woman, they didn't really, they just, she was just so different for the 80s. You know what I mean? It was just such a different kind of female character and she was just so much well, more fun Well, she was kind of like a, a ball buster. Yeah, she was. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for, a ball buster. Thank you. I'm like, yeah, that you You're just, welcome. it's hard. I know all you millennials out there, it's just hard for you guys to understand that we didn't really see that very much. No, it um, was really kind of new with her. She revolutionary. In, she takes charge of the newsroom. Right. She has her editor-in-chief kind of like, oh my God. Yeah. She wants right you know and she just kind of she takes no guff from anybody but she turns to absolute jelly she does Superman. she's just like this she's just like a puddle and you're just like it's and just then really, like clark comes along and, and she then she's like, like fuck look off, at clark him. yeah it's like it's just <laughs> yes. it's 
like the only difference between these two men is glasses, lady. But I okay, know. you're like my not favorite the most <laughs> was was Superman two when they go to Niagara Falls because of course they go to Niagara Falls I know. and have to share the honeymoon suite together. Of course, because they're doing a it's new all the fanficy tropes uh, that we all love. And God, yeah, this is the best. and then like. He um he like stumbled and fell into the fireplace because there's like this ridiculous fireplace in this honeymoon suite. <laughs> I don't remember this one. Oh god, I need, it was to, re- I need to rewatch scene. Superman two. It's probably oh, been about twenty so years. Superman two is like a work of art. Yeah. Anyhow, but no, he, she's like, oh my god, you hurt your hand. Let me see. And then she like looks at his hand and she's like, the fuck so, is wrong. So that's where the Vampire Diaries got it from. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with your goddamn hand. <laughs> And so he's like, he's like, he sits there and he goes, no, it, it's it's nothing. And then he kind of stops and you could just kind of see the persona fall away. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, it, all, it gives me like right now I have goosebumps raised on my arms because I just remember like, gonna tell I'm like, God, Christopher Reeve really did that. He yeah. went from bumbling Clark Kent to like just standing there and just like his face. That man as Superman it was, was genius. Oh. I love him. Genius! So much. I have oh. never seen a performance even come close to touching Superman. his. He was Superman. I think he that's was. the hard part. Like kids that didn't grow up with Christopher Reeves, you just don't understand how much he embodied Superman. He was just he really was. He was he everything. Was Oh God, perfect. I loved him so much. I just was, I just, I just wanted to hang out with Christopher Reeve because he was really Superman. Like I firmly believed that as a child. That he was Firmly. for real. The real yeah. Superman. He My was. mom and dad had spent a lot of hours convincing me otherwise. No. I was like, nope, you're all liars. Nope. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's Superman, I'm you sorry. You can't look like that and not be really Superman. My mom's like, He's sadly, Superman. yes, you can. <laughs> Speaking of which, have you ever seen Somewhere in Time? I don't think so. <gasps> the only Christopher <laughs> Reeve movies I no, watched no, are no, Superman. No, no, That's no, it. No, no. Okay, okay. Jen, Jen, Jen. Okay. <laughs> It's old as hell. It's like 1980. But listen to me. That's it's got we're no. Listen to me. Okay. Listen to me. Listen to me. It's got Christopher Reeve and Jane Seymour. No. Yes. It's got Doctor Quinn, this, Medicine Woman's in it. It's got time travel oh, shenanigans. Shit. Holy shit. Oh, I do it know what movie you're talking about. I've seen that on like Lifetime. Time. Yes. Oh, my watch God. I have it's to watch so that. It's so good. I, I think maybe mm. I've seen parts of it. Love that movie. Oh, no, honestly, what, listen, when I say that I was into Lewis and Clark in high school, I was also into, because it was on at the same time, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. So when we'd seen it, like, people I knew had, like, it, it was, like, something that was on like on the weekends like on some uhf channel yeah and so everybody had kind of seen it but nobody had ever really sat down and watched it yeah and so when we kind of got into those shows we're like oh we should watch somewhere in time my friends and i watched that we became obsessed with it it was ridiculous but it was so sad and so fantastic and yeah i mean Anyhow, he anybody was, out there listening somewhere he in time was next level gorgeous that man uh, <sighs> i'm having a christopher he Reed died moment. of a broken heart it's just like oh my god uh, anyhow, he's so yummy movie. he was so yummy watch it again it's so sad yes, that we don't was. have it and then he was just like an all-around nice guy because he just was a nice guy yeah. 
Just period. Yeah. I did get another question. They wanted someone oh, oh. wanted to know. I can't remember. They sent it to me over. It was an anonymous. Um, they wanted oh, to know oh, what oh, other oh, ships oh, do we like from the other shows. Let's start with Ooh. Legends because that's your show. I love Legends. Legends is just fantastic. Really I cool. don't hate Sarah and Ava. Oh I don't love it, but I'm like it is. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. Um, Nick and Amaya. I Nate and Amaya, not yeah. Nick. Why did I call him Nick? Because his is it, real name Nick? is Nick. Yeah, I thought yeah, the actor's Nick's name Santa. was Nick. And then like I start getting confused. I know I do that yeah. all the time. <laughs> I call Felicity Emily and Emily Felicity. <laughs> Nate and Amaya is okay, but honestly, before Nate and Amaya was a thing, I was really rooting for Mick and Amaya. Preach it. And so this season, they've kind of been doing more. Of Mick and like her because she's shapeshifter girl. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, if they go there, I'm not going to hate it. That was the better <laughs> so chemistry. I thought the chemistry was, between the two actors was much better with Mick and great. Amaya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would not hate if that happened. Um, Love Brandon <gasps> and Oh my Courtney. God, you guys. I'm so obsessed with these two. You don't even And like I don't even know yet. I know Listen. I know that they're heating up. No one spoiled for me. I know they're heating up on Legends. And like everyone's like, Are you still watching Legends because of a Brit? I think I'm like on the third episode, third or fourth. I'm like really behind. I'm really behind. Have you seen since I have not seen her since he shipped her off. Since he let her go. Okay, so since she's been Courtney hasn't been on at Time Bureau. Okay. No. Oh, you haven't seen her at all this season. I oh, haven't seen her Lord, at all yet. I've Lord, got people. Lord, I know. Lord, Lord, like, I got people sending me questions. Watch. They're like, oh, why don't you talk about Legends? No, because I no, fucking no, haven't no, seen it no, yet. No, and yes, I know Brandon no, and Courtney are the ten, shit. I just want to watch ten, it. Ten, I know, ten, I know. Ten, I know, I know. Ten. There's know. this episode where it's her, Nora. Okay. Imagine this. Nora and uh, Ava. Okay, mm-hmm. and you haven't met her yet, but there's this little cupcake of a girl named Mona who works at the Time Bureau, and she's kind of like, she's like Barry Allen if he was a woman and wasn't so infuriating. <laughs> Just kind of like a little Barry cupcake. Allen if he was actually sunshine, which he's not, yeah, but if exactly. he was. <laughs> she's such sunshine. So it's the three of them. you got like literal sunshine. You've got Nora fucking dark. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Who's left got I love that. You've got Miss By the Rules Ava Sharp. Oh, okay. That's funny. And they're all basically kind of like trapped in a room together and like I bet they're like funny. teasing Nora about like the love notes that Ray's been trying to pass her. And it's just like it is absolutely fantastic. This is the love interest up. I've been waiting for Ray Palmer <sighs> since season three of Arrow. Like it they is finally so perfect. Found. Remember when we thought they were going to put Sarah and him together? Like, I think it was like yes. really early in one season. Because they were like <laughs> yes. vibing off each other. We're like, holy yes. shit. And we're like, but like it made now sense to us. Because we're like, Sarah's basically the female <laughs> version of Oliver. You know, on paper, it makes sense. On paper, it made but sense. Listen. But I'm very excited. Because I love right. Courtney Ford. I've loved her for a very she's long time. I've actually known She's his, even better this season. I know. Than she she's really, season. really good. And I knew her she's before good. I ever knew Brandon. And she's really good. So she's I'm. Fantastic. She, and also stunningly gorgeous. 
catch up. So, yeah, no, I would say, like, right now on Legends, and I haven't even seen them this season, but right now on Legends. People are writing thick about them. Yeah, Brandon, um, um, Ray, and uh, Nora are my two faves. I really, 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 really love Sarah and Snart. That was, like, my ship. You know, I enjoyed them as well, and I kind of had a feeling it was going to go... I did it. Because season one, nothing that gets going in season one I know. really ever pans out. I know. Well, and then I kind of thought they were going to do Sarah and the captain, but then he left. Rip. Yeah. yeah and then um, I like Ava and Sarah. I don't get the chemistry heat from them than I get from Nissa they're, and Sarah. Like, I think yeah, it's hard for anyone. Yeah, I feel like for anyone coming from Arrow and you really loved the Nissa and Sarah relationship, I that's it's, it's hard. a hard one to get over. We like You're just kind of like, mm, but also so they're much. soulmates. So sorry, Ava. It's just it's hard for me to see. It would be like seeing Oliver with someone else other than Felicity. But honestly, Sarah has been like goofy in love with Ava. Yeah, all I season, like. So it's kind of yeah. nice to see that side of. Her well, yeah, I like that Sarah's happy and that you know, and I like the stability that Ava gives. Ava is. This isn't like a bad thing. I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but Ava reminds me a little bit of of Laurel. That Laurel was mm. always more the straight and narrow. She is. And and have you seen the camp episode? No, I've seen nothing. Okay. The last there's episode a, I saw a, was the unicorn. No, which came first, the unicorn episode or the fairy? The unicorn was the first. One. Okay, so then I saw the fairy godmother. That was the last episode I okay. watched. Okay, the next episode I believe is the camp episode, okay. and it's hilarious because they have to go and be camp counselors back in the nineties. Okay, gotcha. And like, okay, imagine John Constantine. Oh my god. Ray. Oh my god. Sarah and Ava. Amazing. As camp counselors. And like Ray and Constantine are in, are doing a cabin and Sarah and Ava are doing the cabin. Oh and god. it's just like Ray is like we have Mick. to do everything by the rules. I hate all these gossipy girls and Sarah's like let's braid hair. You know. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I love I love fantastic. Mick. I love Mick. He's my fave. Sarah's my fave, but I person. love Mick. Mick is the best. Mick gets all the best lines. My husband loves Mick too. You and him should sit down Mick and talk. Mick is the shit. I could just watch yeah. a show of Mick making fun of all the other. Every time Mick opens his mouth, my husband is laughing his head off. So, yeah. So, he I agree with you on the Amaya <laughs> situation. I wish they had paired her with um, Mick. I honestly gave some serious thought to Ray and Nate. Let's yeah. just be. A lot of people really <laughs> bro-ship them and, like, or ship-ship them. Well, yeah. I'm like, we could. I like their bro-ship um, bromance. And I'm like, honestly, we could just make this Ray a romance. Honestly, if have Nora... Yeah, if they didn't have Nora. I mean, I'd be okay Nate's his. Yeah, yeah, Nate's his closest, like the person that he Nate's has the boy. most chemistry. I'm like, I don't know, guys. Maybe <laughs> boy. Like, like remember so the episode where Ray's like carrying like, oh. Nate in his arms, and I'm like, it doesn't feel weird. <laughs> it doesn't feel weird at all. <laughs> like this is a natural state for you guys. Let's just. Um. So I think that's everybody on the flash or on Legends I care about. What about the Flash, Cal? Where are you out on the Flash? I don't. Do you even care? <laughs> Listen, no. no. Um. <laughs> I don't care. I don't, I'm not like, oh, I need to be Snowberry or, or I need yeah, to be Yeah, that was West kind Elm. of. I don't care. It if was weird West how Elm, that started. I, I always care. thought that was weird because it felt like this weird offshoot mm. of the Laurel versus Felicity fans. And I was like, like, why? like it was like I a transfer debate or something. I'm like, it doesn't really need to exist, but okay. No, it doesn't. It's one shouldn't influence the other. Well, here's the thing. I am very committed to plan a couples. Like I just don't fight against the grain <laughs> i don't usually either. um and 
That was why if it was, I do, there's something really wrong with the right. That was couple. exactly <laughs> that was why Arrow was so problematic for me in season one, and why it took a long time for me to fall in love with it is because but I that just was could me with not. Dawson's Creek too. Right. I was like, well, I do not Dawson's like Joey and Dawson. No, I liked yeah. Dawson and Joey for the first year, and then Dawson. No, I didn't. Nope. No, nope. actually, I take that back. I liked him for an nope. episode. It was all about the build-up to getting them together. And then once they were together, I'm like, I hate them. Take them away. It was bad. But, like, I really had a hard time with um, Laurel and Oliver. And I, that's what was – I was like, they're not going to they're not gonna move yeah, away from like this. So I'm, like, stuck with this. And I tried to make myself love it, but I couldn't. That's why Felicity yeah. and Emily Butt Ricards are such a miracle. Because this, this rarely happens. They rarely move away from the planning couple. I mean. Yeah. It's. So it's I would not say. That usually yeah. Happens. I would say I really. Um, I really loved Barry and Iris. Barry and Iris made more sense to me than Barry and Caitlin. Just because. I kind of thought Caitlin I agree. was. I agree. A little too old for Barry. And she's just a different. She's a little bit more serious. And. Well. I don't know. It just didn't. I quite just. I never really. I never really got the chemistry there that people said. That no, I mean, Caitlin's had so many love interests. I just wish they would settle on someone for her. She's had better. I mean, she had great chemistry with um, Robbie and Mel. I miss that. That's always me. I think that was part of my problem yeah, too. Is I that agree. during this? I like you know, snowstorm. Yeah, during this whole <laughs> launch of Barry and Caitlin, I was like, oh, I really like Barry and uh, Caitlin and Ronnie. So it was kind of, and I just didn't feel they had the same chemistry as. Um, Right. Uh, those two so I but you know I really felt uh, very confident the Flash is never going to deviate from Iris and Barry I was like this is just I, me too I never questioned it I, I was, was like, like no, no it's, it's game over it's not going to happen yeah um, it's going to be Iris uh, the thing and I Barry don't like about because I don't think that this was in the comics and this was it's like it's like Arrow throwing in the cheating thing with the sister you know what I mean it's like mm. unnecessary why um, make, why the make them stepbrother and stepsister <laughs> I don't understand I, I understand to a basic level the that foster brother yeah foster that sister. Barry needed to like have a place to live but I don't understand why they like couldn't have just had him move into some house next door and they like hang he just hangs out at <laughs> it's just it's weird that Joe raised him it's weird. Well, like I, they I share a brother. Like the, it's bizarre. And a I sister. Think, it's I think just, I the know. writers really wanted to like nail home like childhood She's sweethearts. Family. Yeah, you know, I think they wanted it. to oh, do childhood okay. sweethearts, but they were like, "So how do we get them to interact?" Oh, I know. We'll have we'll them live together. together. Like, like really? I'm like, no, that's not. Like that's, it just makes it awkward. Idea. I don't like that aspect <laughs> of their relationship. Yeah. That yes, they were basically. I've always just kind of ignored it because. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those things. I'm like, whatever. It's just it is what it is. It's yeah. weird, but also, whatever. Um, <laughs> I. It's not. They're not going to change. I was really into West Allen. I really loved it. Um, I was really frustrated with how they got West Allen together. I just didn't really. I, I feel like Iris's agency <laughs> is really removed from her a lot, and it gets it gets very frustrating. I I don't I I wish they would give her this reporting storyline that feels like a very easy thing to tie into hunting, you know, villains of the week. She could very easily be tied into that via her own job, but whatever. What bothered me was, you know, we have we have Barry telling Iris for pretty much the first two years of the show, hi, I'm in love with you. And she says, no, I don't love you like that. She was going to marry well, she, Eddie. She loved Eddie. She said, 
Yeah, she told, uh, I remember this from season one, that she was like, Barry came to her and said, this is how I feel about you. And she's like, I'm sorry, but I just don't feel that way about you. She was like, no, I don't love you like that. I love Eddie. And she was going to marry Eddie until Eddie died. And then she spent a very long time grieving Eddie, um, similar to how Laurel grieved Tommy, but I think they did a better job with it on The Flash. Um, And what triggers Iris... um, rethinking her relationship with Barry is they keep going to these other Earths and she sees that her and Barry are together and all these other Earths. So, so she's just, yeah, so she's I just like... I don't get how that works. Okay, so like she, she like either finds out or she she's taken to these other Earths. I can't remember the exact plot line, but she sees like... So she just sees them together and is like, oh, why should I find We're supposed it? to be together. Yeah, like, basically. Oh, we're supposed like, to be together. Oh, now I find them hot? No, it's literally, like, she comes back and she's like, well, Barry and Iris, all the other versions of Barry and Iris are together on all these other Earths, so I guess we're, we belong together and it's fate. I'm like, that's, that's not you strange. falling in love okay. with Barry. That's you sure. falling in love with Barry because you think you're supposed to, not because you actually Listen, want to. She said something tonight from, I retweeted a thing that, where, what, what was that? She said something and I was just like, oh, guys. She's not talking about Oliver. She said, oh, she said that Oliver wasn't her type. Yeah, it was awkward. She's not talking about... she's talking about Barry. Stephen Amell is Oliver. She's talking about... She's talking about Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin. As as Barry. Yeah. She's looking at Barry. Grant. She's looking at... Let's just use their real names. She's looking at Grant Gustin... And saying this to Stephen Amell, like, babe, he's so not my type. I would never be interested in Grant Gustin. I'm married. Which I'm married to Stephen Amell. Me he's super hot. Of season it really one. brings up an uncomfortable yeah. comparison because it did feel like it she loved Barry, but she was not sexually attracted yeah. to him. And I was, and they, right. I mean, thank God. It, they it did. makes me think of season one yeah. where she said, I don't feel that way about right. you. And I'm it like, she still like doesn't. Se- it did it, not just, <laughs> it didn't, it did feel like an emotional problem, but also felt sexual too. And listen, I have a hard yeah. time imagining Barry. Barry's like He's asexual smooth. to me. But at least He's they... He's a Kindle. Right. Yeah. Um, but at least they were <laughs> able to crank up. Barry and Iris were never like sexual heat to me. It just was always more like love and just a very romanticized. I just didn't like... I knew that Iris would eventually be with Barry, but I just really didn't like the way that they wrote her realization of falling in love with Barry. I would have just much preferred... It is kind of clunky. Yeah, I just would have preferred Iris just being like, you know what? I have grieved my fiancé and I am really having feelings for um, Barry and it doesn't have to have anything to do with any of these other versions of us. No, how about she she just kind of realizes over the course of a season... You know, she starts looking at him in a new light. Maybe he saves her from somebody in or some something. dangerous situation. Because I got to tell you, or they're like locked together in a small enclosed right. space. Because I got to be honest some with you, tropey thing she does not she start realizes. reconsidering her feelings on him until after she's seen these other versions of herself and other Earths. I'm like, oh, Why that's a problem. Why would you do that to your shit? And then, like, in come two on, episodes, guys. she's like, Barry, you, you've always had a home. You've always come home to me. And then what really bothers me on an extreme level now is <laughs> now they've just erased Eddie from the show. Like, Eddie has never – it's like Eddie doesn't exist. Barry like and Tommy, Iris – What they did with yeah, Tommy Barry and, and, and Iris Laurel. talk like they've been in love for always. Like, Iris talks like she's been in love with Barry for her whole life. 
And I'm like, yeah, no, girlfriend, no. you were wearing a ring <sighs> from another dude. You very clearly told Barry no on several occasions. This was not just one conversation. Yeah, Barry came to her, like, wasn't it like, like two or three times? Proposed? It was like two or three well, but, conversations. And then there was conversations the after he proposed. Before? Yes. Yep. Well, Eddie was like, he gave, he gave Iris wedding rings for a freaking gift for Christmas gift. And Eddie, God bless his soul, was like, that's, that's right. weird. I'm uncomfortable with this. What is that about? And she's like, oh, it doesn't, we're just like brother and sister. And like, you know, I'm like, no, girl. Oh, that's creepy. And then after they got engaged <laughs> and after subsequently, even after Eddie had died, they still had conversations. And Iris is like, no, no. And so mm. now it's like this whole re-erasing of the re- you know, when Oliver so, and Felicity say that, when Felicity says, I've been in love with your with Oliver for seven years, yes, she very clearly fell in love with Oliver in that first scene. It was love at first sight for her. But I don't like that they're... But it took Oliver longer. You know what I mean? He just didn't know quite what to make of her. Um, Oliver was a mess in season He was one. a mess. So <laughs> he wasn't ready for Felicity. So I don't have a problem if Iris says, I just wasn't ready for Barry or whatever, but I don't like how they act like she's been in love with him, really in love with him from the beginning, and like yeah. Eddie never existed. That really bothers yeah. me when they die. Um, what other ships do I like? Well, so we like we like uh, Ronnie and Caitlin. I don't know any other. Okay, we like Ronnie and Caitlin. <laughs> I mean, Cisco's kind of had a love interest. Um, not much going on there. I mean, it really goes, it really comes down to um, Snowberry and West Allen for me. But, and I don't think you even watch Supergirl. No. I have no idea who's on. Well, I watched, I have a very different person. Supergirl is like a super controversial. It's really funny to me that like the two shows that are supposed, like are basically Sunshine and Rainbows are like super controversial uh, ship wars. wars. It's like, okay. Um, so, yeah, Kara, well, again, they had a chemistry issue, I think, in the first season. Um, Jimmy Jimmy was supposed to be her big love interest. And, I mean, the guy they cast as Jimmy is gorgeous. It's, like, it's not hard to understand why they thought this would work. But, I don't know, it just kind of, I was really into it. I was really excited about the two of them. And what frustrated me on the beginning of season two is... You know, you end on season one, and they're going to go on a date. That's the big conclusion. We're going to go on a date, okay? And then the season two premiere begins, and it starts at the same day. It's literally the same day. And we're talking five seconds later, Kara decides she doesn't want to go on a date with Jimmy. (laughs) And then her and Jimmy are over. It's like such a whiplash. You know how, like, they took their time deconstructing Oliver and Laurel and then rebuilding Oliver and Felicity. It wasn't like Oliver flipped on a dime and was like, I don't, you know, I can't be with, I don't love Laurel. You know what I mean? There was a process. It was literally 10 minutes for Kara. It just was goofy. I was like, what happened? Like, it was the most bizarre shift in story. They didn't even go on the date. It was just over. I was just like, this is insane. And then they brought in, um, Monel and Monel is a very controversial character because you know Supergirl is one of those shows where you do you have a female lead and they really made most of uh, Kara's season two a lot about Monel and it's you know he was garish and arrogant and obnoxious and he's not that easy to like um, so I understand why fans were annoyed you know with his character and weren't as big a fan of that relationship I mean he was actually taking up 
more of the dialogue and time in episodes than she was, which is ridiculous. Like it shouldn't oh, have happened. No. Yeah, it was not. It was not good. I I completely understand why fans are like, no. Um, I just watched it with my little girl though, and she loves Monel. <laughs> that was her ship she was just like I love them I want them to be together <laughs> I'm like it's okay so like I just have a very um I just kind of see Supergirl through her eyes so I don't get all the drama you know what I mean I'm like man he's fine he's cute she's you know but yeah now they seem to be kind of on this kick that Kara can't be with anyone that to be a strong hero she can't be in a relationship so she's doing the Oliver Queen season three thing yeah and as much as I dragged okay. Oliver for, for that decision, I, I'll drag Kara for it. I don't like this idea that in order to be strong, they they sell this concept you have to be alone. I don't think it makes. Well, they her... usually get over it eventually. Well, yeah, I I I agree that they need to reel it back on Kara because the writers seem to have difficulty um, writing Kara in a relationship in which the man does not overtake it. You know, and 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 Kara becomes. Um, you know, supporting player in her own show. Like, I'm with you on that. And I think they do a lot of baiting with fans with this Kara and um, Lena relationship. I've heard quite a bit I mean, those that. two have amazing chemistry. It kind of reminds me of Ray, and it reminds me a lot of Ray and Nate. Like, they're friends. They're what is, the, yeah, what is their relationship well, actually Well, they're very clearly friends. Like, there's no... Okay. Um, I would say that there's no romantic interest expressed from either one of these people, but the I'm interaction, all for like, from it what they well, want. right? It's like, <laughs> but like, I wouldn't say there's necessarily anything that's like super overt, but that's why I'm saying it's baiting because they do things where like there will be a scene. I've seen the fans. Well, I've seen them. You know, c- compare. It's like Kara saves Lena and she's got Lena in her arms and, you know, is rescuing her. And the dialogue and the looks are very similar to when Superman rescues Lois. And you're like, where's the difference? And you can't see a difference. So they can't really be surprised when the fans ship. Yeah. It's like, well, duh, what did you think was going to happen? And I would say the person she has the most chemistry with is the actress who plays Lena. I mean, comparatively, if we're talking about. So why shouldn't the show just go there? Well, I don't really understand. Like, and I would say the way that the show has handled this has been very bad. Um, I think they've been really nasty to fans for. Really? Well, there was an oh, incident S- at SDCC where they made up some song and they were making fan- fun of the of the fans who want Lena together, Lena and Kara together, and how they're just friends and only friends. And they were like, "Oh, it's a joke," but it was pretty. I mean, when you don't have a lot of representation on television, That's mean it's to mean, do. and they don't. It's not like they have fifty different. You know, we have fifty hundred. You know, different hetero couples to pick from. It's not like you know the LGBT community. Well, here's has a time, here's so. my thought. I don't know if they plan to do this or not, but she's a Luther, right? Lena yeah, I is. think they're going to take her evil. I think we're going so. Evil wouldn't with her. it be really interesting if they skirt with this, flirt with this evil? Is she going to turn evil? Is she not going to turn evil? And then, like, burgeoning romantic relationship with Kara. Wouldn't that make for some really interesting television? Yeah. Well, and I kind of feel like a little bit. They really want Like, they're too chicken shit to make Kara gay, so I don't know. They made her. Come on, guys. Stop being chicken. Like, it's great that Alex came out. (laughs) Pull the trigger. Um. 
you know, I just, I'm kind of like, I don't know. I don't know what the big deal is. It feels like they made her sister come out so that they didn't have to make her come okay, out. Okay, you said it. I was going to say that, but I was like, maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I know you were thinking <laughs> I was it. Thinking I thinking about That's what it feels like. But no, that that's literally what it's That's what it feels, feels like. like and bit. listen, they had a great romance with that's Alex lame, and... Yeah. Why can't they just both both i, I don't mean, know maybe cars buy like, is there a rule there is bisexuality that exists in the world right like could Kara be like, bi be or like or you can only have two les- you can only have one lesbian on a show when we don't want to like check off the box too <laughs> many times oh no, oh, no many, there's two the world's coming to an end like oh my god fucking get a grip no come on like guys. that can only happen on the get l word like what is the problem i'm just i don't know it's weird and like it's I think, 2019 almost guys well and let's, i think yeah i think fans their point is they're they're out shopping for a love interest for car all the time they're like oh you have one right here just here's one fear. right here <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, just okay stop. well i think i'm gonna just go ahead and having never watched an episode ship it, of Supergirl, ship it. align myself <laughs> with the super core shippers and there be you like go. you guys keep rocking it Fight the man. It's fight like, the power. Yeah. It's almost like. That's the shit. Yeah. Just stick it to the man. Like we're just behind you for solidarity. Okay. And okay. like I I agree. They had a really great romance going <laughs> with Alex and um, Maggie. But the actress wanted out. I think that part of it where, you know, people were really upset. Mm. The actress didn't want to play the role anymore. And that's just the end yeah. of it. And that happens in TV. It sucks. That does happen. And it does suck. It yeah, really does. Hey, you're talking to the fan of Stelena. everybody fears. Them. I know. You're always like, oh, God, please don't leave the show. Please don't leave the show um, <laughs> please don't break my heart because yeah because when you know when the couple when one of the actors wants to leave that leaves the writers with very little wiggle room you know at mm. least they didn't kill maggie so we didn't have to do that horrific let's kill the gay character because that seems to be what they all do um so at least they left her alive so i was just thinking our lucky stars for that perspective <laughs> but um yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, so I understand. I do. It kind of feels a little bit like what they do on Supernatural. Like this, what's the one with the Castile? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah it's yeah. feeling Destiel. a little bit like that. Yeah. And I can, you know, I think, I don't think chemistry is something actors. I don't like ship baiting. No. I really well, don't. Well, and I don't, I don't think chemistry is something the actors can control. It just no. is. So obviously, um, Kara and and Lena have great chemistry and it just happened between the two actors and that exists and I understand if the show doesn't want to um but then stop baiting but there just feels like they put them in these very like if it was a hetero situation if it was a man you'd be like oh my god they are so getting together and I completely agree when fans have shown me like side-by-side comparisons and like oh if you had seen this on a hetero would you what would you be thinking i'd be like it would it would have romantic undertones to me absolutely it would absolutely and so their point I just is don't they, understand uh, what they're afraid yeah of. their 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 point is like well it feels like there's romantic undertones but then the show like flips out when they when they say that and i'm like well and also i don't okay. like here's another thing i don't like creators okay. <laughs> i don't like creators controlling trying to control the way the product's received Right. Like you can, ha- yeah. You can't tell a fan. You don't get to, to tell a fan yeah. how they're going to react to your story. Like you yeah. have control of the you story. You should be happy with this. You should. Yeah, love you this. have you a control. Laugh. You have control you should- over the story. But once yeah. the story is completed and you've released it to the public, how the public receives it, you have no control. So therefore. Over. You do not get to get upset right. when so the like, fans don't get are mad, mad at people about when they're like, "Oh, I see, Nissa I see Oliver this." Wedding, Marcus. Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm still bitter. 
Years later, I'm well, and never going to be over that. Freaking long to divorce him. And it was basically like she did. What did Nissa do? She like it was so funny. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's he, not funny. She gave him a dagger. It's not funny. Who gives a shit. Yeah. Okay. So now that we're done with the ship question, before we wrap up this really long, this was a night super session, long. Like, well, we were talking about a lot. Of shows. I love it though. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's fun. So, have you seen that the Flash showrunner has teased? That they're going to explore in a future episode of The Flash that whether or not too much of Oliver's darkness has seeped into Barry. Oh, because, because of, of the, the switch? Or they're yeah. going to be exploring it in the crossover? It says, it's, it's a screenshot, and it says, The Flash showrunner Todd Helbing told reporters at a screening of the crossover, I just think it really speaks to who they are as a couple, and it sets up where they're going to have to go through in the back half of our season. Helbing went on to say that The Flash will deal with whether or not too much of Oliver's darkness seeped into Barry during the crossover. There's an episode a little bit down the line where Barry deals a little bit with that, he said. Well, my attitude with Barry Allen is it's not Oliver's darkness. Barry has his... Again, this is always what I say about dark and light. We, Let's just blame Oliver, Yeah, like, not? don't fucking blame <laughs> Oliver for... Barry has his own darkness. He's He does a better job at Let covering Barry it than Oliver dark. does. Yeah, so yeah. you don't Let need to lay it at dark. Oliver's feet. Barry has his own issues. Barry has his own baggage. It doesn't have to be about how, Oliver Queen. It could just be about how Barry. How about we take the training wheels off of Barry yeah and let Barry how about we let Barry put on his big boy pants and he can it's the, it's the no different than allowing Felicity to explore her dark side just right. because you allow a yeah. character to explore a darker don't blame it on doesn't mean that they're a bad character and they're evil and that don't seems to be the way Flash takes the perspective on characters who explore darkness well then you're the villain it's like no that's not how that well, fucking works okay. I'm sorry are we nuking people are we murdering innocents I can't wait to hear about what a cluster cuss that is when that episode does air, because I'm sure it'll be just... I don't know, man. I'm not looking forward to it anymore. Well, I take it back. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it just because I'm back. I I always feel like at crossovers when it's the arrow hour, I'm like, oh, I'm back home in the safety of my... (laughs) But yeah. yeah. I'm hoping for to hear a better report come out of tomorrow's episode. Fingers crossed. Yeah. It'll be good. It, hopefully it'll be better. <laughs> Felicity will be on it, so therefore it'll be a million times better. Live in hope. Yeah. Actually, it'll probably be today's episode since this will probably get uploaded tomorrow. There you go. So we'll be, we'll be ready so. to go and hopefully some, hopefully we can just have funny without it being insulting. That would be, that's all yes, I'm asking let's, for. Let's I don't think I'm asking for that much. Like for I, you guys two. can do, no, they can do not. crossovers. You can switch bodies. You can do the wife swap yeah. thing. I'm not bitching about it any of that. It can be funny. It can be funny, but just, just stop insulting insult. one of the main characters who's basically the reason why the other characters freaking exist. There would have been no DC TV without Oliver Queen and Stephen Amell. They need to give him the credit that credit's due. The reason why the DC TV yeah. universe is exists is because Arrow was a massive success. Duh. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's like saying the originals is uh, can exist without the vampire diaries. Like what the fuck are you even talking about? They got launched off the you know, Barry got launched off of Arrow and for some reason I feel like the Flash is always like trying to they think that's something they have to overcome rather in, than embrace. Why not just work with just, it? Just like embrace it, you know? I mean Just work with it. I don't know what the problem is. It's just really strange Give to me. Give props to the mothership. Yeah, and, and then do, do your, your own thing. 
Exactly. It's yeah. not hard. None of this is hard. Not rocket science, guys. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I tell so, you what, when I was watching, this is what? not the first show that there's been crossovers with that I've watched. When, mm. you know, Buffy crossed over with Angel, they weren't insulting Buffy. In fact, the one they time Angel did, he went back over to the show to apologize for it. So it's like, you know, it's like, I don't know, whatever. See, I'll get going again. And then everyone's like, probably having, they have going. to do laundry or something. So I'll let you people go. I appreciate you folding your socks with me. You're good and kind folk. That's <laughs> true. We'll be back after tomorrow's episode, I'm sure. Yes, we Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes. Or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye. Bye.